Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for listening to the 242nd ever episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast, brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Revel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Albert, alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan, Kyle the Breeze. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing great, Cameron. How about you? I'm doing pretty well. Across from, not alongside. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> wow. Man, never, we've been never, getting that wrong. Never realized that. Never thought about it. <laughs> Across from my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan, Kyle DeVries. I'm actually going to say that from now on. Okay. Might have a reason to switch up the intro here coming up, too. We're still going to be across from each other. But, yeah, heard it here first. Mm. We are moving to a new recording location. New studio. Undisclosed. Yeah. Undisclosed secret secret layer, basically. Won't be Revel Advertising Studios any longer. No. Big shout out to the fine folks here at Revel uh, for letting us use their equipment. But because of our very generous supporters over on Patreon, we were able to get our own equipment. We don't have to just mooch off other businesses. And uh, yeah, so we've been working on that, setting that up. We're thinking probably we'll be recording there next week. Don't hold us to that. That's what we're shooting for. We're trying for next week. Still got to put a few things together. But, yeah, very soon. We think uh, get a little better quality audio, maybe, and uh, some more decorations and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very nice. So look forward to that. And uh, truly, though, big thank you to the folks at Patreon, uh, on our Patreon. Uh, what's that? The supporters at Patreon for uh patrons yes all of our patrons we'll read their names at the end of the episode shout out to all of them thank you so much uh you'll see where your money's been going next week fingers crossed uh what are we talking about this week kyle we are talking about tamar bates caleb grill new additions to mizzou basketball maybe some names that could be joining uh some players leaving mizzou football and there's been some talk the last week or so about the Mizzou football uniforms. It's that time of year where there's not much to talk about. And Mizzou football announced that they're updating the black jerseys for this upcoming season. So um, people have been posting some of their favorite uniform combinations over the years. And I thought it'd be fun to do a tier list where we rank. Um, I've got almost 20 different uniform combinations for us to go through and put uh, on a tier list to see what our favorites are. Before we get to all of that, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, leave us a review wherever you listen to us, and like the folks that are helping us out with our new studio, uh, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Missouri Sports Pod. So, new additions to the basketball team, Tamar Bates and Caleb Grill. Kyle, take it away. Uh, What do you think about Tamar Bates joining? Yeah, uh, Tamar Bates, Kansas City kid, uh, spent the last two years at Indiana. Decent amount of playing time there. I don't know if he was a starter, but uh, heavily involved there. Uh, Kind of a 3 and D guy. Um, Shot pretty well from three, but I think his calling card is just his toughness, uh, his length and defense. Almost has kind of an old man's game, um, but, you know, he, he is still athletic and um, will be very tough nose on the perimeter. So I think this is a, this is a great addition to kind of shore up the, the defense on the perimeter. Yeah, he only started two games last year for Indiana, but played in all 35. 
uh, only played 50% of available minutes, but that uh, Indiana team this past year, it was all like basically two guys, Trace Jackson Davis and uh, Jalen Hood. So mm-hmm. um, both of those guys just used between the two of them they used almost all the possessions available for that team yeah he averaged what six seven points a game something mm, like that yeah yeah so obviously wasn't heavily relied upon for scoring at indiana but like you said they had two guys that were kind of sucking up all the the usage and so it's kind of hard to find uh spots to get super involved whenever the team is really heavily relying on two other players so i definitely think he has a bil- ability to to score more at mizzou could definitely average double figures um if things kind of roll the right way yeah, so he shot uh, 37% from three last year on 99 attempts. So that uh, definitely will work. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do with more opportunities as far as like yeah, getting shots up and actually being able to finish some plays. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you mentioned his length. I think he's going to be a very good perimeter and wing defender from Missouri. And obviously we talked last week about that being something that coach gates is basically requiring of anybody that's a new addition uh being able to guard multiple positions is always a plus and yeah i think there's definitely an opportunity here for him to kind of take that next step of his college career um there's some usage up for grabs basically at Mm -hmm. this point especially not knowing if uh, kobe brown is coming back there's plenty of touches plenty of minutes to go around and Missouri added Iowa State transfer Caleb Grill. Uh, should mention, Tamar Bates, I believe, has two years of eligibility remaining. Sounds right. Caleb Grill, this will be his final year of eligibility. Uh, 6'3", 200 pounds, uh, off guard, uh, good three-point shooter, uh, good pesky defender. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, Caleb Grill definitely most resembles... Demoy Hodge of all of the players that we've probably been involved with uh, this offseason when I watch him you know he's not um, I think he averaged like nine and a half points a game at Iowa State this past season so he wasn't scoring quite as much as Demoy Hodge but similar games where they're kind of just always moving uh, trying to pick their spots a little bit Uh, they don't need very much room at all to to get open or well they don't need very much room to get a shot off yeah Uh, even when they're not open they'll still Caleb Grill was, was putting it up and got a really quick release, um, shot a lot of threes. So I, he's he's fun to watch, man. He's, he's never standing still. Yeah, so he also shot 37% from three this past year on 144 attempts um, and shot pretty well from two for a guard at uh, 49% and uh, got to the free throw line pretty well. Good steals guy, pretty good defensive rebounder for his position. And uh, just generally very efficient. Uh, again, a guy that did not use a lot of possessions, but was efficient when he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like both of these guys that we that we're talking about are better rebounders. Uh, probably a little bit more less like high risk, high reward uh, defense than we probably saw last year, but very good defenders in probably different a different way uh than like demoy hodge was but maybe not going going to break the steel record or anything like that but yeah uh very balanced defenders and and good rebounders one thing that i'm intrigued by is um they're the for guards they're both okay at finishing at the rim uh caleb grill 49 percent from two is pretty impressive for a guy that's six three um but looking at 
Missouri this past year, their two-point shooting percentage was kind of off the charts, especially guards. Demoy Hodge shot 63% from two, which is kind of absurd. All breakaway layups. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, obviously the forwards did really well. Sean East shot 55% from two. So that's just not something you see every day. So I'm intrigued to see if those numbers bump up considerably for those two guys playing in Coach Gates' offense and a system that uh, produced some pretty crazy numbers last year for the guards. Um, it was reported that Caleb Grill chose Mizzou over West Virginia. And um, it seems like Missouri is not done. We hope they're not done. We still need a big or two. Caden uh, Shedrick, the transfer from Virginia, was on campus the same time as Grill, I think over the last two days. And there is still Matthew Cleveland is out there as a name that hasn't been scooped up. There was some speculation that him just entering the portal was because of a team that was kind of luring him out. And it could be kind of quick if, you know, there was a specific program that is the reason he transferred in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I do think that that seemed like a pretty reasonable take at first. However, as time kind of continues to go on here it's less of the vibe i get um i do think missouri is still kind of be heavily interested and involved with with cleveland matthew cleveland um there's some there's some big uh schools out there there's some some pretty heavy competition that they're going to be going against here but they've they've got a connection and um obviously you know missouri is recruiting at a different level than they have been in the last few years so i you know i don't know what's going to happen there but i i wouldn't count missouri out whatsoever for matthew cleveland Yeah, last week, after watching more film of him and more highlights of him, last week I was kind of like, where does he fit in if you have Carter and Kobe Brown back? But basically, I've reached the point now where he's a good enough talent that it doesn't matter at all, and uh, you bump whoever you have to to the bench. Yeah, I don't don't think it'll matter. We love Noah Carter, but I think Noah Carter takes a pretty big hit minute-wise if Cleveland's here which I'm fine with. I could see some lineups with all three of them on the floor, though. Sure. I mean, like Cleveland or Kobe Brown could guard the other team's five mm-hmm. some of the time. Kobe was doing that plenty last year. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, sometimes I think Noah Carter is a little bit of a of a defensive liability and probably a rebounding liability as well. So Cleveland is probably a much better in those areas. Yeah, I mean, if you... With the same offensive threat as well. Yeah, and especially if you're looking at the instances last year where... Kobe and Noah Carter were the front court. Like yeah. it was them and three guards on the floor. Um, defensively, the rotation is improved by just plugging in Cleveland instead of Carter, I think. Defensively, that's a no-brainer there. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned also Shedrick. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was on a visit to Missouri the last couple of days. Man, I don't know. I mean, same thing. You know, Missouri, there's some stiff competition. You know, Missouri's going up against like Texas, Duke, uh, I think are two of the other other of the other places he's taken a visit to so um but i think missouri's right there right there in it and they have all of the playing time in the world to uh to sell to someone like shedrick so yeah completely different situation i feel like you still take cleveland no matter what but yeah there's just no questioning there is a a hole at the five spot that you could give a guy 30 minutes a game Mm -hmm. without batting an eye um 
North Carolina is a name to watch with Cleveland, I think. Um, I was seeing them linked to him quite a bit. But, yeah, I still like Mizzou's chances with uh, with CY on the coaching staff, the guy that originally uh, recruited Cleveland to Florida State. I like our chances there. Um, I was thinking about how hard it's going to be to replace the production that we got from Des Moines Hodge. And you kind of touched on defensively, Hodge was very much like high risk, high reward style of play. Most steals in a single season of Mizzou history. He was seventh in the nation in steal percentage this past year. And I, I like what you said there because I feel like Bates and grill are more of like, they're going to just kind of keep their man in front of them more and maybe not get as many steals. Mm-hmm. As far as offensively, how close would the two of them combined, you think, come to replicating what we lost with Hodge on offense? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough to know because, I, I mean, I think I even said this a couple of weeks ago. I, I think we are going to feel Demoye Hodge's absence in probably offense and defense, really, at least at, at the beginning of the season. Um I'm not sure we totally realized or appreciated how good Demoy Hodge was, you know, especially as an experienced, you know, fifth year college player. Uh, He was just so good, so pesky on defense and just so efficient on offense really was just uh, an incredible player for us this year. So I, I don't know. Um, I think if you're comparing this, these two guys to what we got with Hodge last year, I think that's a, a dangerous game potentially uh, for your expectations. I wouldn't, I definitely would not be expecting either one of those guys to come in and shoot 40 percent or anything like that i don't think either one of these guys will be um you know pushing you know 15 points a game or anything like that i think they both could have their their spike games you know i'm sure there'll be games where where caleb grill especially is just getting hot and he's he's making five six threes in a game i think that's something he's very capable of doing but uh as far as kind of relying on them to do what hodge did to kind of fill that void i'm i'm not sure that uh that that's going to happen yeah, Grill had this past year. He had a seven three-point. He made seven threes in one game. He made five threes in two other games. Made four threes in two other games. So yeah, he could do it. Um, but the consistency of Hodge was just crazy. It reminds me of the drop-off from when we had um, Cassius Robertson and Jordan Barnett. And Jonte Porter. Yeah. Like, Jonte's kind of slept on that year for how good he was shooting the three. But uh, Robertson and Barnett, it was just like we were just got used to them making shots. And then there was a stretch after that where it was like, holy cow, we could use somebody that's like 80% of either one of those guys. Mm-hmm. We didn't get it for a while. All right, so anything else, uh, basketball transfer portal, before we move to football? Not really. I mean, I guess just to, uh, just to tie in on what you said there. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, if you are going to make a case for um, some regression, uh, some negative regression for Missouri next year, I think that's probably the angle you take is just there's no way they're going to be able to keep up the efficiency that they had on offense last year. Um, just the personnel difference, and especially if Kobe – doesn't return even if Kobe does return I'm not sure he can play as efficiently as he did this this past year um if that's that's kind of the pessimistic view so um but you know 
I think I do really like the pieces that Missouri's picked up, and I definitely think that they could they could add another another player that could that could help a lot. Yeah, but we would sacrifice a little bit. You know, a drop from ninth in the country in offensive rating or offensive efficiency to you know that could drop a little bit if we jumped up considerably in defensive efficiency that would that would help a lot considerably yes yeah Yeah, ninth on offense 180 on defense yeah and that ninth is the best missouri offense since 2012 yeah i think that missouri defense and the rebounding and all that stuff is gonna have to be i don't know probably in the top 100 probably uh to to do what they did this year this past year makes sense to me balance it a little bit Let's just be top 20 in both. That sounds that good. That sounds good. All right. So football, uh, we don't have to talk about this too much. We are going to do the Mizzou football uniform tier list right after this. Um, but some departures from the football program, BJ Harris, Tyler Jones, Ian Matthews, and Marcus Scott all transferring away from Missouri football. Yeah, um, it kind of sucks to see guys leave, uh, or just, you know, to see guys just not work out. But that's the nature of recruiting: is uh, everybody looks like they could be a hit when they come in, and not, and you're not going to hit on everybody, obviously. So, um, we we definitely expected some departures in the running back room. There's just a lot of dudes in that room, um, yeah, a lot of guys it, that just don't have the opportunity to play at all. And landing divorce Jones, yeah, was it kind of was like okay, we yep. kind of see where this is headed. Yes, and so obviously maintaining... We hoped that's where it was headed. Yeah, and it seems like it is. So maintaining Tavoris Jones is is a great sign for uh, an uptick in playing time for him, and I think that makes the whole offense better. Um, Marcus Scott was one I was a little bit surprised by. You know, again, we, we knew there's just, like, numbers-wise, there's we're going to have to lose guys, a lot of guys, and probably people that we didn't expect to leave, and I think Marcus Scott is maybe a candidate for that um is a little bit of a surprise but um you know cornerback room is is pretty pretty loaded right now a lot of a lot of dudes there so i think he has a chance to have a pretty good landing spot but uh tyler jones another safety who just mm-hmm. didn't see a lot of playing time mm-hmm. just got recruited over basically yep and then ian matthews weird situation last year where he transferred from auburn but then basically it seemed like he was he was coming to Missouri, but then he was like, eh, is there any other better place I could go? Maybe? Nope. Okay. I guess I'll go to Missouri. And then nothing and happened. Still never saw the field. Yeah. And yeah. then now he's transferring. Yeah. So that was like a little excited about that at the time. Mm-hmm. Just thinking like other uh, recruiting pedigree and like, okay, yeah. this is a guy who can contribute. Just nothing. And especially in a position where you'd think he would be able to get on the field if he brought anything to the table. Yeah. Yeah. A little rocky start for, for Matthews. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Because I still think he's pretty young. But still, nothing there that's, like, earth-shattering. You know, we're thinking it is kind of a weird moment where it's just, like, this lot of players leaving the program, and we haven't seen that many new additions. But we don't – we can't take that many. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, spring is kind of a reality check for certain guys um, that, you know, think they're going to have an expanded role, and it just doesn't quite happen. They can kind of see the writing on the wall. So this is the time to – to uh to get out and and find other opportunities but and you know that'll on the flip side you know i still think missouri's looking to add a few guys uh, i think the offensive line will probably add at least two players before um next season so give me all the houston transfers yeah on offensive line at least exactly 
All right. Anything else before we jump into this tier list? I don't think, I don't think so. Okay. So producer Cameron's going to help us out so we can see what we're doing here. Bear with us. Uh, sir, we're trying to do something kind of interesting here. Um, if you're audio only, you're going to have to check this out on YouTube. I'll try to describe the uniforms. They'll be familiar to you um, as we go. But definitely watch the YouTube video to get the full experience. Let me pull it up on my end. Okay. So we got S, A, B, C, and D. And the way we need to think about this is Mizzou uniforms, pretty spectacular hmm. for the most part. So like I could go through here and basically put almost everything in S and A tier. So we're going to have to be a little more critical. This is relative within Mizzou. Exactly. Not compared to all the trash uniforms all across college football. Right. So we need to, we, don't, we can't just stack everything in S tier. If that happens, it happens. But we need to try to be critical Probably here. Probably won't. All right. I'll, uh, I'll just kind of follow your lead. Just bring up. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm ready. So first, we have from the 2009 season, we have William Moore wearing the classic block M helmet. This is in close to chronological order. So this is the oldest uniform that we'll be looking at. It is the gold uh, jersey with the black pants. And I right off the bat, I really like this uniform combination. Yeah. I mean, I mean, are we kind of, are we kind of including some nostalgia in this in like how good the teams were and stuff like that? Are those kind of playing a factor in your mind? Well, how does it not? I mean, yeah. the, how you feel about the uniforms when we might see where that is not the case if they're just some that we don't like regardless of the fact that it was used in a fun game or something yeah yeah this is definitely just a classic look uh and also i just think william moore looks really cool in this particular photo it's kind of snowing in the background i i think this is probably like a tier for me i i would completely agree with that a tier there's better mizzou uniforms but this is a classic look and it's kind of unique with the gold jersey yeah i kind of um, like the small mizzou letters on yeah. the chest that's kind of a kind of an iconic look a little bit yeah it's uh it's crazy that like 2009 it would be like an absolute throwback at this point basically if they if they ran back any of these older designs producer cameron any uh complaints with the gold color like of the block m and the the jersey color being kind of different I mean, that's not, like, ideal, but <laughs> okay. I guess it's fine. Okay. Just trying to get any any angle I can here. Yeah, yeah, that older gold on the helmet. Yeah. That's, like... That's nice. That's the Mizzou gold that I know. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like it's, it's hard to set... There's, like, a few different things that goes into a, the fans' view of the uniforms. I feel like the fans are always going to be partial to the uniforms that they saw as a kid. Mm-hmm. If they went to Mizzou, they'll probably be partial to the ones that they saw on the field when they were in college themselves, mm -hmm. and then just whatever they were wearing when they were winning. Right. Though, like those three things, it's going to be hard to overcome. I'm probably going to be guilty of a little bit of that too. Yeah. Well, we're in agreement here. Let's put that one in the A tier. And next up, we have Blaine Gabbert in an alternate from the kansas game that was played at arrowhead stadium in kansas city in uh 2010 i think something like that something like denario that. alexander had a big game 
in that one. And I got to be honest, I don't like these uniforms. Yeah, it's a little bland for me. Uh, just the helmet is like kind of cool with the gray. But overall, like, I don't know. There's like three different colors I'm looking at. Like the jersey's white, the, the pants are black, and the jerseys, I mean, the helmet's gray. I don't know. Yeah, Throw not, a gold jersey on that, and I think that would actually improve it. I think so, probably. Make it pop a little bit more. It's just very plain. Oh, Andy Hill. Yeah. Blaine Gabbert's looking like, we were talking about this earlier, he's looking kind of thick. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert, new, he's looking stout. new Kansas City Chief quarterback. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, not a big fan of these. I don't know where I put them exactly. I remember this was one of the alternates in the one of the NCAA football video games. Oh, really? And so I would just use it just because it was... The gray helmet, too? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's really specific. Yeah, if, I mean, honestly, there's just not very many of these that I'm going to put in the D tier. So this honestly might be the only one for me that, that might be that D tier. Uh, we got to set the precedent we somewhere. We got to do it. Yeah. We got to be tough on them. Put it down there in D tier. I'm with them. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, this photo is from a very famous game, but this is a nice combination of the Block M helmet, the black jerseys, and the gold pants. This photo is from the 2010 game against Oklahoma. Big home win. And I think this is a pretty classic look. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a home game staple, the black on gold. Yeah. And you got the black M helmet. I mean, it's basically the same as the first one, just with the colors swapped. I think I'm going right back to A tier with it. Yeah, I was going to say this is probably A or S tier for me. Um, yeah, just just looks like a big game uh, uniform combo for sure. I could be swayed to S. How how you feeling S on that? I I wouldn't be opposed to to going S tier on that, but I, then I might be letting in my thoughts of how big of a game that was that I'm looking at in this picture and stuff. But obviously, they you know that was a classic look from that era too. Um, and I'm kind of thinking about how many of these uniforms are in total S tier. There's probably not very many that I find better than this one. I kind of like the yeah the uh, the white uh mizzou letters on the chest that's pretty sick yeah let's do it s tier first one to make s tier oops i need to be filling this out as i go we went a d s now we have a new era of uniforms this is the first year in the sec this is james franklin sporting the Big, unbound tiger head <laughs> on the black helmet. Uh, gray, dark gray shoulder pads area of the jersey, white jersey, probably black pants. We can't see the pants, I don't think. Looks, Looks white, 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 white pants. <laughs> I'm looking at a smaller image. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty big fan of the big tiger on the helmet. I don't. I think that might be a little controversial, actually. I, some people really don't like it at all. Um, just my. Opinion, We're about to see a lot of it. Yeah, just my opinion here. Uh, I think this is probably like C tier for me, just because I'm not a big fan of the gray shoulders. It's no. like just a little bit too much white, um, and the the tiger head just doesn't pop as much as it does on other helmets. Yeah, I completely agree. I go C C tier all the way. I I am not a fan. I think we'll see it maybe one more time. See if the different combinations might switch things up but i'm not a fan of the gray only on the shoulders there yeah i think i'm i might be a, a hypocrite here on the 
on one of these photos coming up. Okay, yeah, 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 that one. You're a hypocrite on this one? Yeah, because this one, I'm like, this is probably like S tier for me. And it's like pretty similar uniform. Yeah, well, I mean, a big difference for me is not is the one solid color on the jersey. Yes. We are now looking at Henry Josie scoring the game-winning touchdown against Texas A&M in 2013. <clears throat> this is an all-black with the gold tiger head, big tiger head on the side of the helmet. Yeah, I mean, this is probably one of my favorite looks in general, but just the helmet with uh, the gold tiger on the black helmet is just looks so cool yeah put that helmet on the last picture right. it probably bumps it up to b yeah yeah this is this is s tier for me and i think a lot of it has to do with again um how meaningful that moment was in the last really mizzou football history in total but just i mean honestly though if i didn't know anything about the game or what was happening in this picture i, th- I still think the uniform is like top tier i'm willing to go s tier with it as well this one in ncw 14 I would just change oh, yeah. the uniform to this every single time, oh, every single home it's a game. Staple. Yeah. Okay, now we're back to this is like 2014, I think, and we are back with the gray shoulder pads. We've got gold pants and the tiger oval on the helmet with the little uh, gold stripes. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of like the bowl game against Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, something like that. That was yeah. 2013, but this is a uh, similar era to yeah. this. Yeah. Um, I still don't like the gray on the I'm, shoulder yeah, pads. Yeah, I'm not like a huge fan of this, but I still think it's a little bit better than maybe that James Franklin one we were looking at a minute ago. Um, Producer Cameron pointed out the the nice touch of the the little tiger stripes on the belt. It's kind of cool. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this helmet. Um, it's a little bit different, but I think... Uh, the gold stripes kind of pop and like the gold circle around the the tiger logo is pretty cool yeah if i would be fine putting this right there with the james franklin one the in c tier if we like that helmet better maybe we go b i think i'm good with i think i'm fine with c okay i, I can live with that yeah locking into c still pretty pretty similar uniforms yeah. when you look at them side by side for sure um, I, d- I do like the gold pants better than the white, though. I do, too. All right. Next up. Now, this one. This one is popping. This is uh, all white with silver face mask, silver big tiger head. This had to have been the 2015 season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Arrowhead against BYU. Mm. And this picture. This is just a good looking picture of everybody lined up there. Yeah. These are. Uh, I think they did a photo shoot uh, maybe like before the game kind of uh promoing these wet uh, these uh uniforms of like in the snow or something like that oh yeah right. at some point they i think like, they did a photo shoot of these uniforms in the snow and that was really sick um yeah these are up there for me these are probably no no probably at least a b or maybe higher for me i'd go a on this you think it's a i think a easily yeah okay i could make s, the i could s, hear the argument s, b i could s, hear the argument s, s. I can hear the chance for Ooh, for S tier. Cameron saying S. It yeah. is hot. It. Yeah, I this feel is probably like, my favorite one. Really, but it's mostly because it's all white and yeah, crispy. The silver is super cool. They did. They had the worst offense known to man in this game and this season in, in particular. Won the game though. They did win the game. They carried Gary Pinkle off the field kind of awkwardly, but they look really good. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. This is a this is an A at the very least for me 
after you guys are after your your arguments i'm you, on board are you willing to go s okay throw it up there okay put it up s tier that i feel like that could be controversial because it's so not like uh traditional right i think they mm-hmm. they wore that for maybe the only that game yeah we there see might a, have been a under. little variation later uh what do we have here we've got drew lock Drop him back to pass. He's in the all blacks with the black tiger head. So this um, is very, it's the same helmet as that James Franklin one from earlier, but I think it just fits better with the all black. Mm-hmm. This is a good look for a home game. Yeah. Looking through all this, though, it makes me wish they would have just thrown that gold tiger head up there. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. Can't even You wouldn't even be able to see the tiger head from like the stands or yeah. anything like that. He's about to throw that that ball like seventy yards. Yeah, that looks like a touchdown. Maybe to like uh, break the single season touchdown SEC touchdown record or something. Um, there's a just a big hole here in the B. Yeah. Row. That's kind of thinking. It's it's like it's good, not great. It's kind of average. I'm I'm good with B. Yeah. Let's go B. All right, now this one. This is a really similar to the icy whites but they bring in the dark helmet with the silver tiger head and everything it looks really good i like the silver face mask the dark numbers with like the silver outline yeah this had to have been it was just like a one-off i think it was i think it was that west virginia game first game of the year first game of the barry odom era i think it looks so good I feel, I feel like I specifically remember they got like an obviously Barry Odom first game. Yeah. They had a new strength and conditioning coach. And I feel like I remember thinking they looked big. Like the, the guys looked like buff in this game for whatever reason. This is a little side note for you. Um, <laughs> Look at yeah. that tiger stripe on the number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I was just noticing that. Sheer. That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. That's a nice touch. I got to be honest with you. Seeing this now. Like I, I like this better than the white. Yeah. I want to put this in S and drop white down to A. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I was originally thinking like A on the on the other one, but I think I like you that like one this one better. Than I do. You? Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, producer. Sorry. Kim, we got I told you I wouldn't say the same as you guys. <laughs> okay, that's going. That S. might be. We might get destroyed for that one. I like that that's one. That's fine. That's kind of a diamond in the rough. I think. Something unique. All right, next up, we've got a lot of gold. <laughs> we've got a gold helmet with a black tiger, big tiger, gold jersey, gold pants. It's a gold rush, you could say. Probably. Um, man, this is not as good as the white combos, I think. No. Where does this stack up with, like, the the all blacks uh, Drew Lock that we just did, like, two or three pictures The one that's ago. in B? Yeah. It's like pretty similar for me, like maybe a little bit worse, but the helmet's nice. I like the I still the I still want either one of those with the Henry Josie helmet. Yes. That's in S tier. Yeah. I want either one of those with that helmet. Yeah, this one's probably like a B for me. On the M B to C, but it's, C? it's so similar to the one that's already in B. Let's go you wanna let's go C. Oh, yeah, I'm at C. It's in the same tier as Gray's shoulders. Are we wrong for that? I I see what you're saying though. The Gray's shoulders is. Yeah, 
I think it's a, I think it's C. I think the gray shoulders <laughs> is like bottom of C. This is like top of C. C plus. <laughs> okay. C plus. Should have made more twos, man. Maybe like a seventy eight percent. Yeah, it's yeah seventy eight percent. Okay, next up we've got all white with a white helmet with the gold tiger head. Larry Roundtree looking nice. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's like I really like the uniform. I don't love the helmet color, like that gold, really, uh, really bright gold on the the tiger logo. Already bright helmet. Yeah, I don't know what I think about the, about yeah. the helmet. I think if the tiger was black, it would look. Yeah, that would be really nice. Better. For me, I think this is an easy. It's above all of those in C tier. I think I easily put this in B. Yeah, I can live with that. Are we? No, are we going fine. off the deep end here? No, I'll just make my own when we're done. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. <laughs> yep. Uh, everybody will have to post one. Go to Larry Roundtree. Okay. Next up, we've got Kelly Bryant, gold, gold, black, gold helmet, block M, making its mm. return. Uh, that was like, we hadn't seen the block M in a while. Yeah. People were kind of tired of the big tiger head. Yeah. So we got the block M back. We did have it for like several years. That's kind of an alternate. Yeah. It was used a lot, mm-hmm. hence so many pictures of it. Yep. Uh, gold jersey, black pants. We still got like the tiger stripe accents, um, stripes on the helmet. I think this is a pretty solid look. This was uh, just kind of a natural evolution of those two Drew Lock ones. Mm-hmm. Man, Kelly Bryant, he looked good in a Mizzou uniform. He did. Um, what are you thinking? Give me some thoughts. Yeah, on this I'm just kind of just looking this one over. Uh, I agree. I was about to say that. Like Kelly Bryant, he just he just looks good. Um, yeah, I, I love the return of the block M. I I think this is a solid B for me. Yeah, I like B. Okay, next up, who is this? Jalen Knox. Yes, it is. Jalen Knox. Now I picked this picture because I was looking for something very specific. I was looking for an example of the helmets with the diamond mm. inside the gold stripe. Yeah, because they have those diamonds like in the end zone yeah. design there for a while. I really liked these. Uh, the little kind of I don't know what do you call that? They're like just shiny. I don't know. There's like holographic almost mm. uh, diamond inside the gold stripe, and then we just got all black home uniform yeah i really just wanted a picture of that helmet and it's block m on the side right yes mm-hmm. yeah this gold is, m yeah this is nice i like it um is it better than the kelly bryant one it's like pretty similar just kind of swapping the colors yeah and i don't know i i i'm fixated on the diamonds in the you helmet like it? Is, this yeah. a, is this a level for you i think it is okay because it's kind of because they basically switch up everything the following year. Mm-hmm. Um, drinks first year, I guess. And I missed this one. When we never got it again, I, I was sad. It's a nice, well-rounded look. You like the diamonds. Yeah, and, and you, it's hard to beat an all-black home uniform. You good with A on that? I'm good with it. Okay. All right, so now we've reached another new era in uniforms. We've got sort of this retro look with 
it still makes me think of like the Chicago Bears with the stripes on the shoulders mm. or on the sleeves. And uh, we've got, I think, very cool helmets, white helmets with a big gold stripe. Yeah, the helmets are really clean. I like, really like super, this super all white, white look. Yeah, like the helmets just look so, I don't know, pristine, shiny and yeah. pristine, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of like the big numbers. It's like, I don't know, it kind of feels like there should be something above the number. Like it feels like it should say Mizzou or something above it, which I think in future years they ended up adding that. But I kind of like that it's not too cluttered there. Yeah. I could maybe okay. sub out the little tiger head with a Mizzou across the chest. Mm. But we're going to see an example here shortly that's got a lot going on as far as the little logos and stuff. Actually, that Jalen Knox one had a lot going on. Um, yeah, I mean. This one's fantastic, I think. It's great. Yeah, I think this is an A for me. What I'm are you looking, thinking? I'm looking at those that are in S tier, and I think is this it up is, there with them? I think this is every bit as good as any of those. S S. Okay. S. You like S? Let's do oh, it. Oh yeah. All right. Those helmets are fantastic. I'm just happy we're staying somewhat balanced here. No fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was really worried about that. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Same era. We've got the home version of that. Connor Basilek just doesn't look as good in, in his uniform as Ennis Rakestraw did or whoever that was in a picture before what's, it. What's going on here on this play? I was is this thinking that. I was, it looks like a, a little reverse razzle-dazzle. pitch or something. Yeah. yeah. Who is, who's number 18 there putting you on the spot? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to think. The in around play to somebody. Probably went for negative one yards. <laughs> yeah, probably. Connor uh, Basilek's playing it cool, though. They look good, though. Yeah big number big numbers all black home jerseys i like that there's more color in the pants it's not just a solid black Mm -hmm. pants but i think i like the white helmets better than these but it's still i just kind of like it still look clean like um multiple multiple different colors and like the nice the stripe on the top is pretty cool what do you think about just kind of moving completely away from there was some kind of like tiger stripe element for a long time integrated into the numbers mm. into the stripes on the pants yeah we've gone completely yeah. away from that just a solid stripe yeah more of a traditional look I, i'm fine with it i like it yeah it's kind of retro i dig it mm. you might um, not be yeah. able to answer this for me but on the back of number 18's helmet the yellow part is that mizzou and gold diamonds maybe that's what the end zone was yeah i think I'm not sure on the helmet. I'm not sure what it is back there either. It's gold, though. Well, I know, but I like I like the diamonds. It's not yellow. A lot of this is yellow. <laughs> um, what do we think about this? Uh, it's this is probably landing in the B or A territory for me. I think I'm good with B. Okay. It's not too flashy. Just it's, it gets the job done. It's just absolutely solid. Okay. Yeah. All right, now we are getting close to present day, and this is a switch up. We weren't able to include everything. I'll just say that. We've got some interesting helmets coming up. There's some stuff that's missing, I'm sure. Let us know if there's one of your favorites that we didn't hit, or if, uh, you know, just a, yeah. a combination that we completely missed. Yeah, I feel like they've done some pretty cool, like, uh, like veterans, uh, like military variants and stuff like that that have, like, uh, red, white, and blue that are pretty cool and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe this, we talked about maybe this time next year, we'll just do helmets only. 
because there's uh, a lot of these you could do the exact same uniform with just a different helmet uh, but here we have luther burden and he's wearing the uh, kind of throwback solid striped gold jersey black pants and the sailor tiger helmet mm. Yeah, this is a really cool look. I'm, I'm a sucker for the face mask being like a different color than yeah. a helmet. Like yeah. I think anytime they've done that, I've I've kind of been in love with it. And this is a really cool look. And I don't know, Ann Luther Burden wearing it. He looks he looks fantastic as yeah, always. Yeah, you're not supposed to take that into, a, into account. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really good. Everybody loves a throwback logo, I think I right? would just put that right into A. I yeah. think it slots nicely there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then we have Brady Cook, and this is the Tigers script helmet, um, white jersey, and gold pants. And now we do see the addition of a Mizzou across the front, right yeah. above the number. Yeah, I do. Li- I think I do like Mizzou being written there on the chest. But as far as like the colors go, not a real big fan of this. It's just like a little bit too much, like white and yellow, essentially. I do like the script uh, on the helmet, but again, not in these colors. Or mm-hmm. I'd rather it be like you know black and white or something like mm-hmm. that. They did a black helmet with gold script, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, but I it think. was basically the exact same uniform as the all black, just yeah. with that different helmet. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of this. This is probably like C for me. I'm good with C. Look, look at Blaine Gabbert down there all by himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna stay by himself. And American hero, though. Okay, the, one of these tiers is going to have more than the rest. We have one jersey left, and it's the newly unveiled uh, jersey that they're going to wear this upcoming season. This is the home all black with a big Mizzou across the chest. Nice and shiny. Yeah, white letters outlined in gold. I think it looks really good. Yeah. And just, uh, you know, put some positive vibes out there going into the season, this pivotal football season i'm feeling like this is today Mm. and looking back we'll be saying this is a tier yeah home uniform look good play good yeah i'm good with a so i want to look uh so our s tier going back to 2009 the missouri sports podcast says that these four are the best uniforms that Mizzou football has had. Got the 09 or 2010 black on gold. We've got the all blacks from 2013. We've got white with silver accents on a black helmet. I'm I'm glad I found that picture. That was kind of a That's our one kind of hot take, I think. Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. This one might be too. The all white um from like the current era of uniforms. Yeah. With the oval tiger head. It does look so good though. Mm-hmm. And then Blaine Gabbert in those <laughs> alternates from Kansas City, all by himself down Poor there in, in D tier. And we'd have to go back a ways to find another D tier. Yeah, I don't even think there weren't even as many alternates going back too far. Oh. I can't think of anything else. Send us uh, send us what you think would be a D tier example of yeah. a Mizzou football uniform. Let us know the the if we missed anything that was like significant. 
and we'll try to put this, we'll li try to link this everywhere we can so you can mm -hmm. make your own tier list. And then if enough people do it, then we can look at the community rank and see like a average of everybody's rankings. Mm -hmm. And if nobody does it, we'll just never talk about it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Any final uh, uniform thoughts before we sign off? Mm -hmm. I Mizzou uniforms are just You awesome. can't go wrong. Yeah. Well, they went wrong once, but never again. <laughs> um, okay. Are we done here? I think so. All right. So, special thank you to our Patreon supporters at the $10, $10 level and above. Britt Treese, Brian Smith, Ryan Demore, Tristan, Ben Smith, Parker, Daddy JD, Tim Keens, Tyler Harsel, Brandon Groffalo, Brandon Hanks, Matthew Tilly, and Cooper Boyer. Thank you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. We love you. You can find this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter at Mizzou Sports Pod, and you can email us at MissouriSportsPod at gmail.com. You can find our t-shirts and stickers on our online shop, MissouriSportsPod.BigCartel.com. I'm picturing someone just like in their car listening to the audio only, but just perfectly <laughs> like going back in time to these moments and picturing the uniforms. You're closing your eyes as you're doing that. Yes. I hope that's not what they're doing. They're, Please. they're parked in their car eating lunch. Okay, okay, okay. Pay attention to the road. Your mind's eye. <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for listening. We will see you next week. See you next week.